Barney and Friends. Barney Simon. Jacaranda FM. Watching local football. Um, and so guys like Neil Tovey, Lucas Hadebe were my heroes. You know, they played in my position. So from a put, uh, football perspective, you know, those guys were the guys that, that I watched out for. Yeah. When Lucas went to the UK, Leeds captain, it must have been amazing, hey? No, he's he's an absolute legend there. You know, which, which other South African footballer has got a, a sweet named uh, after him in, uh, you know, at the stadium in Leeds, you know? Um, whenever he goes back there, he's just inundated with requests and fans uh, flocking, you know, they won't forget him, um, the chief. And he certainly put uh, South African football on the map in, in England and, and in Europe. If anybody tries to uh, break down that Matthew Booth statue in Fishhook, There'll be trouble, like. <laughs> <laughs> no chance of that, man. <laughs> it's a beautiful. It's a beautiful place. They would never think of uh, ruining it in that manner. <laughs> Stop being so humble. So um, then, uh, you played a bit of rugby, um, but then uh, football. I mean, did you have friends in the area that started kicking the ball around? Because I know, if you don't do it at school, you you play mm. in the streets. I mean, uh, football. And what turned you on? Why did you like uh, soccer so much? Well, my dad and and uh, all of his brothers. Uh, he had three brothers. Uh, they were very well known in the valley for um, not particularly uh, good reasons. <laughs> they were a bit rough during the day, um, and they all played football, you know. And um, so they never put pressure on me to 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 follow uh, in his in his foot in his footsteps. They just simply gave an opportunity, like I do with my sons, to to experience as many things as possible. And um, I just I think it was just genetics, you know, and. And the fact that I had a few mates who also played, uh, we had a very good good football club, amateur football club in the valley, which is still running. It's not a fly by night. It's been there since 1932. Um, they've got over 500 members, which is still going very very strong, uh, Fishuk uh, AFC. And I uh, often go back there and, and help out with the coaching. And you know, obviously, it's it's natural because those were my were my roots, and it's part of my my give back. Yeah. Uh, Fishuk Primary, right? Yep. Were you head boy? <laughs> A prefect at least. Are you going to hold it against me? <laughs> Never, I won't, because I wasn't either. So. Yeah, in primary school, uh, I was actually head boy. Uh, I believe don't it, believe it. it or not. What a leader. Yeah, I, well, I think it was. It had a lot to do with the sports, not the academics. Okay. Uh, I played, I played uh, you know, cricket and rugby and whatever, you, uh, tennis. Um, and then at high school, I think I was also, they used to call us monitors, you know, and I was a monitor. Um and yeah, I was I was pretty well behaved. I wasn't uh, an academic of note, um, but um, I kept things uh, straight and simple. <laughs> but also, I think uh, you were a born leader then. Obviously, uh, in that position, a lot of people looked up to you. Pardon the phrase, <laughs> <laughs> but they they respected you already. I mean, you weren't even uh, a big star then or anything like that. But I think because of your parents' discipline or whatever, you had that discipline and. Obviously, the people around you, the naughty ones, you looked after them and said, "Come on, guys, and you know you can't do this and whatever." So, were you quite strict as a as a as a head boy? No, not particularly. Um, I didn't throw my weight around. Um, I was a little bit shy, to be honest. Um, I think on the sports field, that's where sort of my my other it was kind of a Jekyll and Hyde uh, scenario, and it's it still is. You know, when you when you're on the field, you become a different character, and I think that on the field. 
I was uh, much more of a leader and uh, trying to inspire, uh, not particularly through words, but uh, by what I did uh, on the sports field. Okay, then you went to high school. I mean, it was Fishhook High, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously it wasn't uh, that that bad to move from primary to high school because I know mm-hmm. some people move to a different school. You don't know anybody and you get there and you, and you like I did, I was very scared. And Were you ever bullied at a, a high school or primary school? No, there was, uh, in our primary school, there was a bit of pressure for, because I played football, for me to play rugby. And I think there was, um, I think that happened to a lot of kids, you know, uh, because rugby was a thing, mm. you know. Uh, you know, if you played football, it was, it was perhaps considered to be a bit of a morphy sport, you know, <laughs> if I can say that. And, mm. um, you know, obviously things have changed, but during that time, uh, rugby was very much um, uh, pushed and it still is, you know, particularly at uh, private uh, schools, big schools. Uh, but it never became an issue for me. You know, I enjoyed rugby. I enjoyed playing it. Uh, so it was never never a problem. I played both, you know. Uh, but the the funny thing about Fishwick was that we actually had a primary school, then a middle school, and then the high school. Oh, okay. you know, and now it's, they've reverted it again back to, you know, just two tiers. But um, it was quite unusual, quite an unusual situation at the time. Yeah. And uh, the school teachers uh, were they very strict? Did you enjoy going to school? Did you um, obviously <laughs> you didn't want to wake up in the morning to go to school? A lot of kids still today, you know. Uh, even I say to myself, "Oh man, I, I used to hate school." But yeah. a lot of people love school. So uh, if you go there and you're positive and you go there to study and focus on um, you know discipline and stuff like that but uh, if you're a naughty schoolboy it's not going to happen hey you're going to hate it no look it's uh, school's not for everybody i mean i've in my career the people that i've met some of the club owners you know who have made um you know a lot of success for themselves have dropped out of school you know and i'm not tra- saying that that, that is mm-hmm. that that's what you should do but um it's not the be all and end all certainly mm-hmm. uh, i was never an academic um I wish I'd uh, tried a little bit harder. Uh, I would have loved to have been able to qualify to go to to university. Um, I did get an exemption, but I wasn't able to go to uh, UCT, which is perhaps what I was really looking forward to, to to experience that kind of uh, varsity uh, lifestyle. Mm. As it turned out, I would never have been able to have gone in any case uh, because football led me down a different uh, path. but um yeah we, uh, teachers at our school i mean i remember a woodwork teacher who had this um what we used to call the fish and he had it shaped in a you know in a fish shape and he used to beat the hell out of us you know six of the best yeah so i stayed uh, <laughs> very well mannered for fear of 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 getting getting beaten or getting to going to the principal's office to get caned you know because of course back in the day that's what that's mm. what they used to do. Mm. Corporal punishment. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about your kids a little later on because of that discipline and uh, how you're doing that now, you know, from your parents to what you're doing uh, and, and how you're educating your kids and whatever a little later on. We've got uh, more music coming up as well, but um, when, in which standard were you when you said, listen, I want to play football. I want to, this is going to be my career. I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to be a rock and roll star. I don't want to, uh, you know what? I, d- did you know while you were still at school what you wanted to do? To, to be honest with you, when I left matric, I didn't, I didn't have a clue uh, as to, to what I was going to be. Uh, I didn't. I didn't have any ambition whatsoever uh, to be a particular, to follow a particular career, and I think um, you know I must thank the man above for for, for providing football mm. uh, for me because I I kind of just followed it, you know. Um, I played it. People showed interest. 
uh, I got offered a, a job um, and, I, and I took it. Where did you work again? Okay. Uh, after my Your first job. Yeah, my my very first day after my last uh, exam, which was a history exam uh, in matric, I started working at a sports shop in in Woodstock in in Cape Town, Mike Sports, and it's subsequently moved to the CBD in Cape Town. It's still going very strong, and I worked there as a as a sales uh, rep in a sports uh, store. Ironically, but you had to travel to go and practice. <laughs> How, where did you travel to? Um, and you, I, I know you had to get on the train or the bus or something. I, I heard that story. Yeah, no, we, I mean, I living in Fishhook with my folks still, I used to um, get a train into to Woodstock. If anybody knows uh, Cape Town, it's probably about 45 minutes an hour. Um, work a uh, full day. Uh, and then at about uh, five o'clock, get a train from, from Woodstock into into the middle of town. And then uh, into the northern suburbs um, where we used to train in in Belleville, so I used to sit there uh, studying uh, on the train and and get home very late at about you know eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock at at night. But that was part of the the, the journey, you know. And I had to do that until I turned uh, became a full professional, which was probably a year and a half, two years of doing that. Uh, so it was hard graft. It was difficult, but um, I think most people who have made a success of their careers have gone through that sort of mm. period before. Yeah. Do you still have your first pair of uh, football shoes somewhere? Uh, your was, boots? <laughs> I was probably about five years old, and they were, they were a pair of Olympics, I think, that my dad uh, scraped together. So um, uh, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're in a box somewhere in the garage, Matthew. Long gone. <laughs> <laughs> But do you remember that uh, moment when you got the call to say, uh, we want you to, uh, I think it was an academy you had to, to go in there first. It was uh, Ajax. It became, they became Ajax. It was became Ajax, yeah. It was originally Cape Town Spurs, um, which is, they amalg- amalgamated with seven stars to, became, mm-hmm. uh, to become Ajax Cape Town. Um, so Cape Town Spurs had a long, rich history in, in, in Cape Town. Which is no longer, unfortunately. And um, yeah, I, I played in a very for Fishhook in a very prestigious youth uh, tournament called the Bay Hill. It's a metropolitan uh, Bay Hill tournament, which is still going strong. It's an annual event, and it's very prestigious. And that's where I got spotted uh, by uh, Mish Davre, um, who was the then coach at Cape Town Spurs, and he asked me to come and join the team, and uh, that that was that. And I. I I kind of I was in my matric year and uh, there was a lot of debate amongst my folks whether I should go for it, um, and I ended up you know taking the chance and uh, you know doing doing the train journeys and uh, you know it was well worth it mm-hmm. at the end of the day because I got a very good uh, foundation at that at that age which a lot of kids even now don't don't get the chance. Right, let's play Toto. Hold the line. Why this song? Any good memories? This is my uh, Mrs. Influence. Um, she um, grew up in Soweto and uh, listened to Phil Collins and Toto, believe it or not. So she's uh, very unusual in her own right. It's Sonia, hey? <laughs> Sonia, yeah. How long have you been married now? 14 years. Are you still happy? Well, we've been seeing, we, we met uh, 14 years ago um, in 2000. So still, you know, six, seven years married. Sorry, is Sonia still happy? <laughs> well, that, that's a question for her. It's hard she work. has a smile on her first face most of the time. So. <laughs> We're going to talk about her and your kids a little later on, but uh, this is for Sonia. Is she listening tonight? I should hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Toto and hold the line. Barney and Friends.
Bonnie Simon. Decker and AFM.